All right, episode two of the Ramblin' Man podcast. I am here with a friend of mine, Jesse Newson. Um, we'll go ahead and start this podcast with just a little bit about yourself um, and take it away. All right, uh, so I met Max through CrossFit. Uh, I think I wore his shoes before I actually met him. I uh, went for a run in him. Uh, and then, um, you know, we just had conversations in the gym. I think it's pretty awesome that you started this podcast. Uh, I think it's, like, pretty cool. Uh, you like to talk anyway, so that works. And you like to listen, which is pretty pretty great as well there. Um, myself, uh, uh, I own a, a, a club swim team, so... Uh, right now, nothing's happening, uh, and uh, yeah, I asked to be on it, and uh, he said, let's do it, so I'm excited just to sit here and talk about whatever we're going to talk about. All right, um, so I have a question for you, um, just because it's just something that I thought about. You're a very free-spirited person. Mm-hmm. I want to know, why are you like that? Is it just a way that you've always been? Is it a product of your upbringing? Um, just like the way that your parents are, like what kind of, like what, what makes you Jesse? Mm, man, uh, diving right in. Uh, okay, so I, you know, free-spirited, uh, you know, kind of do what I see, blow with the wind kind of way, but, uh, I guess, you know, my, uh, my, my mom, uh, my parents, you know, raised me that way. It's pretty much my upbringing, my they fully invested uh, anything that I was into. They like helped me develop that, which was pretty awesome. If I said like, "Oh, that's interesting," they, you know, they'd take me to something, uh, and then like so tap dogs. I went and saw this Australian tap group, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. I think I could do that." And next thing I know, I was enrolled in dance. Right? That lasted actually like four years. Okay. Uh, drew the line at like ballet. I was actually in ballet, but there's just it was is weird being in ballet. I guess uh, mainly because uh, there was like it was really strict, and I guess I'm a free spirit, and I don't like the structure or whatnot. But uh, yeah, I think that was fostered by uh, my parents and my upbringing, and I think that's because like they let me. Uh, discover um, what I wanted to do and fully supported me uh, doing it which was pretty awesome yeah so yeah um, I my f- parents were kind of the same um, I I think I really have a, a love for music because of my dad <clears throat> and like even though I didn't I was pushed to play instruments I played mm-hmm. saxophone for a little while like my dad had a huge CD collection, all different types of music. So growing up, like for me, music was always a big part because I would listen to music with my dad. I remember growing up listening to different stuff. Um, and I remember like, because I liked music so much, they, my parents never had a problem with me going to concerts, even if it was like screaming music or whatever. I remember my first, actually I lied. My first concert was it was a, a festival. It had Metallica, Limp Bizkit, Mudvayne. Oh my gosh! Uh, like, it was like a. This, How old were you? That had to I be like in the nineties. Super young. Yeah, I was in, in the. <laughs> I was young. This was like. Uh, I don't remember. I always look up this T-shirt because I can't remember when it was exactly, but it was. I remember taking beach balls there with my cousin my cousin, my uncle, and my dad. And then we blew them up, and then you see them just flying around the stadium. And then the next concert I remember after that was one that I wanted to go to personally. They just took me mm-hmm. to, to mm-hmm. that one. Was I went to go see All-American Rejects when oh, I was... Uh, I think I was like... It was like the year I was going to be a sixth grader. So like I got a shirt, and I thought I would look cool because I went to go see All-American Rejects. I had the piercing I was like yeah what's up <laughs> but I always just remember that like music was always then my like I wanted to play something I always try to play guitar you be when I was young younger you know you had kind of have to learn to dedicate time to, yeah. to get better at things 
I didn't play sports really. When I was younger, I played soccer, but I was like playing with bugs and flowers and they were like, all right, we're not going to put you in soccer. So they took me out of sports and I was a homebody. So later on, like I wanted to play an instrument, but I didn't really know how to like practice. I didn't really care to practice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I played saxophone in middle yeah, school. I played saxophone too. <clears throat> but after middle school, I didn't play any instruments. But my dad pushed me to. I watched a documentary about Latin jazz with him. And I was like, man, saxophone's a cool instrument. And he was like, if you want to play it, like I can get you one and you could play it in band. I was like, sure. So I did that. Um, so like music's always been like to like kind of the same ideas like my especially with my dad was like something that he always was really open with me about <clears throat> that I don't know like to this day music's like a really big part of my life. I will say um, that is where I rebelled against my parents' music. So I was not able to go to a concert other than the rodeo until I was out of the house. So they're Texans. So, oh, hell yeah, dude. Like, whew. So I've seen Garth Brooks. <laughs> I can't even tell you how many times. I've seen Brooks and Dunn, Reed McTire, uh, Leanne Rhymes, uh, man, uh, who's, uh, a guy with the mullet, that, uh, not Travis Tritt. I've seen Travis Tritt. Um, I think I've seen Tracy Chapman, although I wouldn't really call her country. Um, but uh, my dad loved Tracy Chapman. He still does. But uh, 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 but yeah, I my first concert was uh, actually Taking Back Sunday out on my own. So Taking Back Sunday, Jimmy World. I want to say it was somebody else, and that was in like two thousand and four. I was uh, I was eighteen. Yeah, first concert that wasn't country or a bar band, right? Uh, and from there, I kind of went, I kind of went nuts, I guess. Like I started going to festivals a whole lot. Uh, got in the jam band scene. I knew who uh, the Grateful Dead were. Um, probably in high school, maybe. A little bit growing up um, because my neighbor was always blasting music out uh, I actually remember like the announcement of uh, Jerry Garcia passing on Rock 101 KOLL uh, that's that's a station that's not around anymore so that was like 95 um, so it was like I remember that I didn't know the significance of it but now it's kind of like I would say it's significant because I listened to the dead a whole lot and I wasn't I've I've seen the dead it was with uh, Warren Haynes was playing uh, lead um, you know seen dead and company too but those bands I, f- I fell in love with other than like the pop bands uh, mainly because you get uh, different uh, you get different genres or from from one band which is pretty awesome and you get like how they talk to each other musically so some people are like like fish is a to me that's like on the edge of the spectrum same with like i love disco biscuits but sometimes they're like jams get like where were they at you Mm -hmm. know where was i at but uh like it just starts sounding like you're at a zoo because it's like squonky you know uh, but yeah, that's that's one thing that was different. I guess my parents were straight up country. We couldn't go any anything else, like no concerts at all. Uh, and uh, so 2004, I started going out, branching out. Now, I did listen to other music uh, growing up, uh, and I was able to play music. Um, like I still have guitar. I still try to play guitar. Um, I try to play mandolin. I find it relaxing to have a musical instrument in my hand um, and just knowing like the scales or like trying to understand the fretboard uh, is, is, is like mental gymnastics for me so I, keep, I feel like it keeps my mind fresh. Uh, and this would be a plug for Fender Play right now, they're offering like three months free 
so you can sign up for three months of Fender Play. Um, it's really nice if you're like starting to learn, like they teach you how just to play like one note and it's really basic. Uh, and you, uh, I think it's, I, I think it's a pretty good starting point for virtual lessons there. Um, but yeah, that's pretty cool that you were able to go to, uh, those different concerts, those harder concerts. That's, uh, that to me like blows my mind, mainly cause it was just like rodeo for me, you know? My parents were both different. My mom would allow me to do some things and my dad wouldn't. My dad was more open about certain things that my mom wasn't. Um, my mom wasn't a big fan of the heavy music. My dad was actually part of the reason why I started listening to more heavier music. Mm -hmm. He was always a fan of Metallica and stuff like that. And then, you know, I was in middle school and started, me and my uncle, who's only two years older than me, started looking at some other bands. And, you know, Metallica doesn't really scream, they were more like yelling. Then you start listening it's a little bit heavier. They start screaming. And you're like, well, I can get past the screaming. Mm -hmm. But really, the moment that changed for me to like it the most was, um, I know a lot of people don't like the music, but the concerts themselves are just a different type of energy. Oh, yeah. It's, like vibe, man. Right? It's like, it's it's. I just remember the first like super heavy concert we went to was a festival that they had. If I recall correctly, it was uh, a Thrash and Burn tour, and there was like maybe like 15 bands playing, or 20, 12 bands or something, mm -hmm. 12 or 15. Um, I remember the first band we came in, we, they were playing, they were like some like hardcore band. I wasn't really a big fan of it, so I was like, oh, whatever. They were like finishing their set. Then this next band came out, and I just, that's when my mind was blown, because this band came out. They were called Motionless and White. They were so batshit crazy on stage. And all they had was an EP. And they played, like, really heavy, like, screaming. But the, the lead guy was, like, crazy as hell. And I remember, like, they had a lot of different... It was kind of like if Marilyn Manson was, like, like super heavy. Because <laughs> okay. that's what the lead guy was like, and the music had a lot of like synths in it, and then like all of a sudden there's like a breakdown and the whole room is shaking and you're like, holy shit, like what's going on, like and then there's moshing, and even though like I didn't really like that stuff, like just being like in that energy, it was like the energy was like more than you could ever imagine, and you're like, wow, this is cool, like I don't know, it's hard to explain, like the type of energy because it's like they have to have that energy to get people like into it in the first place oh yeah oh yeah and uh <clears throat> you know with the energies and stuff like that like you know that you get into like metaphysical kind of stuff where you have like magnetic magneticism of a human being right mm -hmm. like you get that feeling like you walk into a room and let's say your parents just got done arguing you walk into the room and it's like awkward mm -hmm. right so like you kind of feed off that energy it's like uh, okay you know and like sometimes you're oblivious to it maybe um or sometimes like you're able to overcome it but like going to a show and i think everybody's there to have a good time and hype this like hype and listen to this band like that's that's like the best part of live music not only the vibrations you feel from the music that's just something else but like being there with people they're happy they're there you're happy they're there and then everybody's just having a good time and then as that music starts rolling to its peak everybody's like getting into it and everybody and you just start feeling different feeling the crowd and then you know there's like a sweet release in there right so uh that's that's so awesome. Uh, I think of it more as an, an experience. Yeah. Like, really, that's what a concert is. Like, um, the more I go to the shows and stuff, and people have this idea, it was like, well, I don't really like this band, or, you know, who would I want to see live? It's like, the thing is, there's a big difference of like seeing a band that you really enjoy, and even like a band or like a group. Like, one concert I always remember that was really good is like, it's small, it wasn't a small, big venue. Um, it was like White Oak and the top room so it's like maybe a mm -hmm. hundred people and it was Jameson is he's like an R&B kind of like a weird genre 
he kind of started like the weekend originally okay and then as he progressed through his albums he started making more like live band stuff and now he's like really like kind of like soulful like funky like r&b ish and like his concert was fantastic live band you know it's like intimate setting you know and his, you can really feel his music and you're like man this is like how can i not vibe with this yeah um so it's like even if like you're not a fan of the music you go there and it's like the whole energy the vibe the experience and then you can't help but be like man that was pretty cool like i like that oh yeah like um so the whole thing with that one concert like that's what started me down the rabbit hole with heavy music because it was like after that i was like man like i like everything about it you know like i was never like a popular person or anything like that and i always liked weird stuff so like to me like i fit into the crowd of like people like that so i you know wore band tees and skinny jeans and stuff like that but like over time i still like the same music i just don't really like you know have that scene i still like going to shows and stuff oh yeah um i definitely like still appreciate music a lot and like it made me realize like not just metal concerts are really good but like any concert if the people are really good especially a live band because that really conveys that energy that you want to feel. Would you take your daughter to... 100%. Awesome, dude. So I take... Uh, uh, I've gotten to take Stella to uh, string cheese shows. Uh, we take her to concerts as well. Um, but I try to... Like... Uh, I try to take her to like everything I can. Right? Um, and I think that's like... That's awesome. Uh, there are some... My friends went to a, a heavy show, and I cannot remember what it was called, but they were kind of like, they brought their kids, and like some people were making like snide comments. Like, it's like, dude, like I can understand a younger person be like, why would you bring a kid here? But like, you know, I guess as, as I got old, like as I'm getting older, like, hey, this is something I want to experience with my family now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think there might have been a time where I was like, why would you bring a kid to a festival? Why would you bring a kid to this show? But at the same time, like, I th- like as I've matured, it's like, man, you should have your family there with you. Like, I think that people are able to bring kids to a show and, you know, show them that at an early age. I think that's, like, great family time, too. Uh, I don't think, like, sometimes it's hard to make it through the whole show though you know but hey when the kid's ready to go the kid's ready to go right i think it's about leaving it's like something that i think about to myself about i think it's really important to me when it comes to like raising my daughter is like helping her set an example for her um like leading by example and also like making sure that she experiences stuff that might interest her later on in life yeah like maybe she likes instruments Maybe mm-hmm. she wants to play guitar or something like that. That's something I want her to be able to see and experience and then maybe eventually try. But also, you know, respecting or also having the opportunity to go to a concert and then be like, this is something I like. And if, if she, I would never be like, hey, we're going to go watch, uh, I don't know, some crazy behemoth live or something like that. <laughs> like, and you have no choice. I would never do that. But if she was like, hey, I, you know, you, you always listen to whatever band. I really like the music. Why don't we, like, I want to see them. I was like, sure, let's do it. Like, I would hope that she would, I want to be in a position where she would like to do that with me. Right. Where yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah I want to go see whatever. You want to go, like, let's go together or whatever. That would be ultimately my goal is where she, it's something that she could suggest. It's like, right. No matter what it is. It could like, be Ariana Grande. I don't care. They, you have to listen to, uh, what were we talking about earlier? You have to listen to uh, Hot Dog right Hot now. Dog, Mickey some Mouse. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. You got to listen to that right now. Later on, she's got to listen to some behemoth. Who knows? Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I know that you was like, you, you said you play guitar, so I know that. And I know that you like your... The, che- the string cheese the string cheese accent oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. I am to be a com- I've heard some Grateful Dead before I am not familiar with any of those bands yeah it's um so the the problem I don't know if it's just because like I'm getting stuck in some ways I've tried to branch out to like 
finding new music has been difficult as I've gotten older. Uh, I, I agree, but what I do is I just go to old stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been, I, I, you don't know how many times that I listen to like live videos of Bootsy Collins and like, like all these like funk bands and stuff like that and like I just watch them live and I'm like man this is good music yes somehow dude there's so many artists out there that have like one hit wonders that have so much stuff on like YouTube now where it's like oh man this is like really good how does it just like one hit wonder back in the day you know um, or how is this not how have they not made it into any kind of mainstream, mm-hmm. you know, setting? So, like, it, it's 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 really weird. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, let's see. The newest, I think the newest band that I've listened to, or I don't even count them as, like, a band. Like, it's a group, like, duo group. Run the Jewels. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, probably the, or besides Lizzo or something like that. That would probably be like the newest stuff, you know, um, and you know I got into uh, hip hop for a long time. Uh, that was like, like old, like I wouldn't even call it old school. It, it might be old school hip hop now, but like where it was a tribe called Quest, um, Della Funky Homo Sapien, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, you got like of course you know Wu Tang. Uh, and you get into, uh, man, the, there's a group, it was the Humpty Dance, uh, you know, Houston Rap, uh, you know, you start going through all these different, uh, versions of rap to see what you, what you like as well, like the poetry, what they're talking about, uh, East Coast, West Coast, uh, Mm -hmm. South, you know, the Dirty South, whatever, whatever they want to have, and then you have people, like, remixing, um, and like, I haven't heard from, for me, I think, uh, for, for me where I fell off with the hip hop too is like 20, like around probably like 2012, 20, 2014, I started like, ah, okay. You know, uh, but, but I totally don't remember where I was going with that, but I, I liked all like getting getting into uh the different beats i found out that i was like a secret obsessed fan with timbaland uh because he re- he produced a, a lot, lot of really good hits a yeah. lot of good hits it's yeah. like dang how like how did i not know that i love this guy yeah i'm a big so, fan of producers too um when it comes to music that's like my preference is like that's why i've always been a big Kanye fan barring people what their opinion on him is um (laughs) i don't care what people's opinion of him is you don't have to like the man to agree that he makes good music good music yes and the thing about him that makes him really good is that he's he produces a lot of it himself yeah so as an artist he's a true artist he's making the music himself a lot of rappers just get the beat and then rap over it it's like you know anybody can write it for you and you just rap you're just the voice so you know, I have a really big spot in my heart for rap and hip hop. So, I mean, I know all about what you're talking about, you know, but the thing is, it's crazy is I think we live in a time where there's so much accessibility mm-hmm. that people that are really talented and otherwise really good are really overlooked um, because you have so much music and so much stuff that's like really pushed on us um, through like pop and stuff like that. It's almost like genres have been taken over by pop because everything kind of just melds into the pop. Yeah. Because it's almost like what you have to make to make money. Um, you lose people like Jameson, who's fantastic. Like, I highly suggest that you check him out. But um, check him out. You know, like there's a lot of really good artists like that come out now. Like there's still hip hop to this day. It's just you have to look for it. And yeah. It's not as well known. Oh yeah. You know, there's like. You know Conway, Westside Gun, and like those guys. Those are like real hip hop, and the beats sound just like old school. You know, and they're you know there's like a flow to it, and you know they're saying stuff. They're not just you know hooks and stuff like that. That's just yeah. a repeat. The club, club, <clears throat> it's like club rap. Yeah. Right. 
Uh, and I, I still like some of that stuff, you know. Some of it is is good because it gets you, it gets you hyped sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so it just depends on my mood, you know. Sometimes I want to listen to Three Six Mafia and get a little wild. Sometimes I want to listen to something that's you know a little more chill. But my music taste is all over the place in general, just because it just depends on what really what my mood is. Yeah. What I'm feeling, I tend to listen to kind of how like I'm feeling, which is weird. You would think that would be a bad thing, but it helps me think as well. Um, but, yeah, music to this day is like a really big part of me. I, I wish that I played an instrument. Dude, take, take that Fender Play thing up. There, and there's so much stuff on YouTube. And the, I think, so learning is really hard, right? Like, unless you have some gifted talent somewhere, learning is really hard. And that's, like, coaching... That's something that is hard to explain, mm-hmm. you know, and kids want to, like coaching swimming, so kids want to like take off and race, and some people want to take off and shred, mm-hmm. right? But it's like, do you know, like, you can, you can, you need to practice slow and make sure you can hit those notes and then speed it up, like do it with that metronome, right? My problem is when so. I play... I'll play for a little bit and I'll start trying to like learn something. Then my hand starts to cramp mm. in like holding the different notes and stuff. And I'm like, man, I just don't have it in me. You're probably, you're probably pressing down too hard and probably need to like stretch, like maybe do some little hand stretches or something. But you don't have to hold that string down so hard like when you play. So I don't know. That, that could be one thing. Um, but, uh, um, what you're talking about I'm gonna go back to like what you're talking about like pop like how pop is taking over uh, so Mayer he plays with like the Dead and Company now right so this guy if you listen to him uh, with his pop hits like your body's a wonderland and all that like good stuff like, it's super poppy. But if you listen to his records, his records are just bluesy, phenomenal, mm-hmm. like, you know, there's some standards in there now, right? So, uh, like, you you find these pop people, and this goes back to, like, those one-hit wonders. Like, you find these pop people, but then you, like, delve into their catalogs, and it's like, oh, like holy cow, like, this is, like, some real chops and stuff. Now, some people aren't like, like, some bands aren't like that, but there's a lot of good solo people or bands out there that are like that. Now, like, when it comes to, like, the Dead and Company stuff, like, I think that was a good pool to bring Mayer in uh, and play with him, like, maybe get a younger crowd or a different crowd. But he's a, he is a great No, he's fantastic. Fantastic. So, yeah, so... Like just uh, like pop, pop is pop. It's easy to sell. It's easy to listen to. Uh, it's you know it's quick, um, but then you get those like those people that just bust out. I would even say like uh, like I don't know much about Lizzo. My wife listens to Lizzo a lot. I know that uh, what's that? Uh, I can't even think right now for a song. But she like has. Uh, come out and like women's movement empowerment um, I want to say like almost like opposite end of the spectrum of like Cardi B Mm -hmm. right like she makes you feel empowered through being yourself right and then Cardi B is like you know gangster rap for chicks almost I feel like like and gangster like yeah, I would say like, like gangster rap. If you're gonna talk, talk like a man and be a woman too, and that's like another double standard. I'm trying not to say double standard and like bag myself into a, a, a ditch, but that's kind of what it is, you know. Yeah, I. I guess, no, I get what you're saying, um, but also, you know, I think that some of these people want to do some good stuff. Like, I think Cardi B thinks of herself as doing, like, good things and stuff like that. 
the thing is like it's easier to sell stuff that's you know you know her background and stuff like that she says this stuff because that's like how she like came up yeah so it's like it begs the question like are you mad at somebody for making money even if they don't aren't really like that you know what i mean so it's like but then again i don't know i don't i'm not i don't i don't have insight into her life yeah i don't know but I do see how it's like a double standard because like the representation of what they mean, mm-hmm. even like Lizzo, like the stuff she talks about and stuff, it is like accepting yourself and being happy with yourself, like and stuff like that. I know that Cardi B like has said that she wants to be like more active. She said vote for Bernie Sanders and stuff like that, but you know like you also have to be conscious about like what's your, <laughs> what do you have experience in saying like you should be like why, why are you giving insight on who to vote on when, like, you're not an expert. You know what I mean? It's like people's opinions. Like, we shouldn't be looking to um, entertainment people for opinions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's a slippery slope because, like, those people don't have a grasp on, yeah, they might have, like, been poor at one point or something like that, but some of them haven't. Some of the people lived lives that were not, don't have a lot of insight and like what's the best for everybody else mm-hmm. um so it's just that's like a slippery slope is like I, opinions from from entertainment people in general yeah and that's uh like i told you earlier like i think that falls in line like you know being a coach it's hard to talk about it's hard to talk publicly about like my private thoughts because i don't like if like again if my kids like you know, it's, it's weird to think that you have, like, this swaying power, but if my kids, like, end up listening and they're like, oh, well, you know, Coach Jesse said this or whatnot, it's like, well, that's in a context and that's, like, my opinion mm-hmm. for that much. And I'm not a professional on any of this, you know, stuff. So, like, people that are like, oh, well, uh, yeah, like, Cardi B says this, you know, I'm going to do it. Like, it's like, well, why, you know, that's what she thinks. What do you think? So, um, I mean, that's, that's the whole slippery thing about people that are influencers. Like those are influencers, um, that they make an impression on people that don't know better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like you, they have a, a big pool of people that they influence in general. And a lot of these people are impressionable. Like it's easy for you to sway their mind to be, to think a certain way without yeah. any rhyme or reason. Um, that blows my mind by the way that social like social media has been just influencers i guess like the the uprising of like influencers that aren't like media heads or something like that i mean it's crazy if you think about how much power they really have Mm -hmm. oh yeah like to think that joe rogan's podcast has such an impact in general like on anything that he has so many people that listen that you know, one thing that he says could influence potentially an election because you're talking about millions of people. Yeah, yeah. Well, all the and all those people like same with like on the on the more right side or whatever, like Bill O'Reilly, Rush Limbaugh, uh, Alex, Alex Jones and his little world, uh, and uh, on the on that lefter side, I guess like Jordan Peterson too. Although that like hopefully that dude comes out okay, but I heard he was like in some kind of crazy coma or something like that, right? I don't know. So. Uh, like the 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 pop up of like the podcasts, the Instagram influence and stuff like that, all that is just it it blows my mind because it is so it's so quick how I feel like it happened too. It is, you know? it is, and like <laughs> I I hate to start going down like a rabbit hole because <laughs> I feel like this will always happen, but it's just. Stuff that, especially like being in quarantine, in this setting, you can't help but like think about like what's going on. <laughs> I feel like this whole thing is pretty, like I hate to talk about this because it's going on, but because it's like all that everybody talks about. Yeah. But it seems like this is forcing people to be more, think, it's almost like if people were pe- people that were thinking about conspiracies and stuff. This is like the opposite of what you want. Yes, there's people that are distracted, but a lot of people can only watch so much Netflix before they're walking outside and like 
wondering like what's going on like and then they start asking questions like, yeah what's going on like what is really going on um and you know joe said something the other day on his podcast that made me really like think like how technology has taken over our lives then i started watching a documentary on ted kaczynski and is that, that the one on Hulu or no the uh, the Netflix Unabomber Truth or whatever it is? It was like Unabomber in his own words. In his own words, yeah. I started, I started watching, watching that, that and then I'm like, you know, the thing is, is like it's crazy. Like it is fast how it happens. But he said, Joe was saying like, what if like this is how AI takes over? And like I was thinking that to myself, like like authentically, like it is crazy because everybody is just so wrapped up in their phones and you know. Social media really is a lie. I am not a very big social media person myself. I comment from time to times, but I'm not like a po big poster anymore. I used to post a little bit, but to me, it's like very f ingenuine, like not real. Because like people portray themselves a certain way. There's a lot of people posting their opinions like it really matters. Oh, yeah. Um, and that comes back to like influencers voicing their opinion when who cares what you think like and like this is not to be like insensitive but like even your opinion my opinion who gives a fuck what I think oh yeah no like, like if you're gonna think that my opinion it really matters and that you're gonna take my opinion you need to think for yourself like I mean there's stuff that I, I it's my opinion for a reason because this is what I think but like people shouldn't think like take people's opinions so heavily unless it's someone in who's an expert yeah like if I, w I would say that um like i take things with a grain of salt and like i have a horrible problem so my my uh screen time usage between my uh my phone and my tablet has gone up like 500 percent. i went from one hour a day to five hours mm -hmm. yes and i'm trying to cut back but it's hard to do because uh, I would say that like some of it's meetings, some of it's emails, but for the most part, I'll start going down a rabbit hole, dude. Like somebody will say something or I'll see an article, and my problem is is I don't trust anybody when they say something. Like it's like, can you show me where you saw that so I can see? And if I read something, I'm gonna have to read five different articles on it, and I will try and find. I will try and find the, the source. Like, I'll be like, okay, who cites this? Where is this at? That's good, though. And, yeah, and, but it's, it's kind of not, because my wife is like, what are you doing? You know, why are you looking I'm, at this? I'm bad because I start reading. <laughs> I, start, I, I start reading about stuff. <laughs> the other day, I don't know why, okay? I'm not trying to be one of those people that thinks that I will keep what I believe out of this for now. <laughs> but let me just say that. I don't know what I saw, but I saw something about um, the Podesta emails. Something pop up. I don't remember what I saw. Okay. And uh, Pizzagate and all that, right? Okay. And while I don't know my opinion on it, like I don't know that it's true or not true, but I spent like two or three hours, I swear on my life, going through those emails <laughs> and looking up stuff, like trying to look for myself because like that's the thing I've challenged myself to more and more is like, you know, I could take the, like what someone's saying, like, oh, it's bull crap, you know, that they're pedophiles and it's code words in the emails and like I could you know, believe what these, what the left is saying about it, that it's not true. Or I could look into it myself and th read the emails and like see what, what came out and make my own opinion about it. Yeah. Does it seem weird? It does seem weird, but there's no proof. Like, where's the proof? You know, like, and stuff like that. Like, instead of just taking the opinion from somebody else, like, oh, it's not true, blah, blah, blah. And I would do the same thing with like something that was like contain, like what, what had to do with like the right you know like if someone said something about trump you know oh trump was a piece of shit because he said this is not i would like to, i like to go watch the full context of what he said oh yeah and normally i walk away like thinking like he didn't really say anything 
that awful. Yeah, except I will say Monday. Did you watch that? I did not. Monday? I oh didn't my god, that that was just if you if if y'all if whoever wants to have about an hour and a half of like just some crazy stuff and be like, what is happening right now? Like Monday's uh, press conference was like off, pretty crazy up until Pence came on and then it was like toned down. But like, whoo, the, from the beginning montage of like his little plea to media or whatever, to that one lady who was just like grilling him on questions to like, just interrupting i guess he's been interrupted this is the first one i watched but people were saying that that was normal where he they'd ask a question to like moochin or whatever his name is and he'd just be like we're not uh gonna we're, we've answered that well whatever you know that's what i wanted like it's like oh so this is wow okay so like i'm not saying it's to me it was just crazy how it all unfolded you mm-hmm. know it was inter- i think it it's entertainment for the most part I, at, at the, I at, think he's funny yeah at the root of it i think it's like crazy entertainment and i'm just i'm perplexed but at the same time like the one thing that i do take away from it is when when he did say that he wasn't responsible as a leader like as a business owner like and he wants to run things as a business. All I'm saying is, if I said I wasn't responsible, or this isn't my fault, or like I'm I'm gonna lead, but I'm not responsible for that. Like, bro, like on this, you're kind of you know you're semi. You have to accept some form of responsibility, or not mention it. Mm-hmm. You know, because if it was me, as running a company, I'd either lose membership or I'd be out. Yeah, you know, so. That's that's that on that. It's, uh, but I think that researching a topic is actually a very good thing because uh, you come back like take just regurgitating somebody's opinion is I don't think it's that healthy and I think it's like the bad game of telephone mm-hmm. and like researching it to a point or like looking at different sources is a, a healthier way to look at it even though um, it might take a lot more of your screen time up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is like I'm not a Trump supporter. I My opinion on Trump is that he's not as bad as people make him out to be even if you... Like, look, the dude is an asshole. <laughs> like, he's got an ego. Like, okay, do I think he's an evil person? Do I think he's ra- racist? No. Do I think that he uses people that are racist to help him be president? Yes. Does that make him racist? I don't know. I don't know. You know, you can make these rules. Well, if you enable racist and you're racist in itself. Like, yeah, but I mean, yes. I also think that he has a character flaw. Well, he'll do anything to win. I think so. I think and so. And he'll even disregard, you know, maybe doing something wrong for that. But my opinion is I am not Democrat or Republican. I like some things from both. Like, I don't like Hillary. I don't like Joe. I honestly used to kind of like Obama a little bit as a person. And then when he endorsed Joe, I kind of lost some respect for him because of that. Because I think Joe is a joke. He's honestly a joke. And I don't know. Like, I just don't trust anybody in politics. Yeah. Like, I think they're all, you know, con men in their own way. They're all getting paid by somebody. They're all in on this big game. And they all point the finger at other people. And I think that's why Donald gets a lot of flack. Because he's really not owned by anybody. And he does play it by his own rules. And because that, everybody's... Even Republicans are like, this guy is bad, blah, blah, blah. Because he's not playing by the rules. He's doing whatever the hell he wants. Which is a good thing and a bad thing. Depends on how you want to look at it. You know? Um, I think the people that like Trump are fanatics and extremists. That's, by far. Yeah. Um, you know, anybody that excuses people's behavior in general without rhyme or reason, that's bad. Yeah. Um, but... 
you know, Democrats are guilty of the same thing. The the I think the polarizing landscape of politics to um, to like tribalism, like mm-hmm. it's like us versus them, or this is my tribe. Like it's 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 a, you can do it like a sport too. You know, my team versus your team, right? Um, and that plays well with I think how uh, America. Is involved in things like football is huge in America like team sports are actually huge in America I'll say you know um, because they can get behind they can get behind their team and get behind their squad I think you, you have people like some of the people Texans they love the Texans but then they'll like is it O'Brien mm-hmm. I don't know yeah so I don't really pay attention to sports but they're pissed at O'Brien you know making bad trades or whatever he's doing so you know I I keep what you're saying but the thing is like people illusion themselves that they have the answer I think that we also have been you know if you really think that the media is out for our best interest you're fooling yourself oh no and I think they feed us a lot of crap to make us think a certain way when inevitably the truth is is like the solution is in compromise it's almost like the reason why there was two parties was so, there, so there's no extreme. And then with the two parties, you would come to a compromise between the two, right? But it doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. If the one party doesn't get what they're wanting entirely, then they're going to gridlock the other people. Yeah. And vice versa. And then it just becomes, you know, slinging shit at each other. Like, oh, you did this, but you did that. When they're both guilty of many things in general. And... I was thinking about this the other day too. It was like, what solutions for government and stuff like that. And, you know, I was thinking about football. You know, you have two teams that agree to play the game. They know the rules. But guess what? I was thinking about this because I was thinking about, like, the CIA and, like, all these other agencies that are part of the government. It's like, there should be an agency that is unbiased, not part of the government, that are the refs. Because that's how sports work. Yeah. You have two teams that are agreeing to play the game. They know the rules and they're agreeing to obey the rules by playing the game. But you still have refs who know the rules and are the ones to enforce the rules as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they basically make sure that everybody's being honest. So I feel like it should be the same way. It, it, I think that was covered through like checks and balances, but I don't think so much anymore. Uh, and I think like oversight committees would be a big thing for that too but again I don't think so much anymore and I think like lobbying has cr- I think there's lobbying. a couple of things that for lobbying. sure should be gone lobbying yeah. should be gone I think politicians should be treated like everyday people if they break the law they go to jail mm-hmm does that mean Trump should go to jail? Probably. Does it mean Hillary should go to jail? Probably. Does it mean that a lot of politicians should go to jail? Probably. Mm-hmm. But guess what? If they went to jail, people would not make the same mistake. The problem is that they're treated higher than the law. Oh, yeah. Same I- thing with, like, we were, I was talking to somebody, you know, everybody talks about, you know, like someone was working for airlines or worked with airlines, you know, all these airlines need a bailout. For what? They were irresponsible business people. Oh, man. Uh, I forget his name. It's like, starts with a P, maybe M. Uh, he's on like MSNBC. He's a money manager or something like that. Uh, you know, he was talking about like, just let him fail. Yeah. You know, just let him fail. The dude has a TED Talk apparently. I haven't listened to it. And I cannot remember his name. I saw that too, actually. And yeah, the guy, the reporter was shocked. He's like, why would you let it? He's like, the thing is, is like what I read about was ultimately the companies that make the planes wouldn't go out of business. Yeah. So what would happen is these airlines would go out of business and another company would just start. Like someone who would learn from the mistakes of these companies. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. the problem is like people are so scared. Like the government is so scared to let things fail because they don't know what's going to happen. Well, I'd, I'd love to, um, you know, 2008, you know, I was graduating college or whatever. I didn't have any money and I wish I had money. Um, I was in a good position buying a house 
in 2009. Um, but like when that recession hit, like I know a lot of people lost out on the stock market. I'd love to buy it. I don't think we're going to get the same opportunity for stock market hitting a low, mainly because uh, they've pumped trillions of dollars. They bought some debt of the stock market, right? Mm -hmm. um, and what you saw was not a – you saw it start to go into a valley or uh, down, and then all of a sudden it's it, it's coming back up, and it's, it's, it's either coming back up or staying stable. Yeah. And I heard the market's it, crazy right now. Dude. It's I, defying rules. <laughs> like the rules. Yes. Like uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a subreddit, Wall Street Bets. It's like it's, – it's not a – it's not serious. It's serious, but, not but it's serious. not serious, yeah. right? <laughs> and I love that. I love that subreddit because like the, one, the memes coming out of it right now are just fantastic. Two, everybody's like lost their ass. Right, and they're like, "How much have you lost?" Um, because they all made puts, and what happened was they betted against the market, and it's not doing. And that. it went up. You know, some dude posted today about making. He he made. He said he started with thirty six. His little picture showed one hundred forty four thousand. He said he started with thirty six thousand, and he's gone up to like five hundred sixty thousand. On Amazon, because in the past two weeks, no one's able to go anywhere, no one's able to do anything. Yeah, so Amazon's so stock Amazon, up. Yeah, yeah, dude, Twitch going off, like all those Amazon companies. Um, I think uh, Amazon is streaming like the South by Self uh, uh, festival. festival. Yeah, they're they're streaming movies now that are from that are supposed to be in theaters. Like, like, and I read an article about. Uh, Jeff Bezos is making like 26 billion off this shit. So I was like, oh my god, like this is this is crazy stuff. So um, I would love to be in the position to buy stocks if it ever falls down, but I don't think that the current administration or how things are set up are gonna let it sink. Like they will. If, if they do, it's going to be like, we've tried to pump it with so much money. It's falling and we can't, we can't help it. It's like, it's Urkel, yeah. you know? So, um, the market Urkel, what if that becomes a phrase? I'm going to laugh. I'm not going to laugh because I'll be out on my ass, but I'm going to laugh, right? <clears throat> so, like, that is just, I think, uh, I wish it would happen and... I would be in a position to do well for myself, I think. But I don't think it's going to happen. I hope it doesn't happen because you're going to see a lot more turmoil, you know. So, yeah, I think, you know, that's, that's just, that's just it's just crazy. So, I mean, the whole this whole thing is crazy. It just makes people think about what's important, stuff like that. And I don't know. You know, for me in my in my free time, I just read all this stuff and start watching stuff. And you know, my thing is I always keep an open mind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've always been a person that's always been open minded in general, just because like to say that something is completely false or is not possible is you're fooling yourself. And it's always just entertaining to think like to see like different viewpoints. Um, so like I used to, I used to like really think that like when Trump got elected I was like man this is awful like I don't like him like whatever but over time when you, when I start looking at stuff like the reality of like unbiased media and stuff like really like if you take away his personality and all the stuff he's done like really he hasn't been that bad for the country period if you rate him on what he's actually done not bad um now, if you bring in, like, his persona and everything like that, obviously you could point the finger at all this stuff. But, I mean, so then my opinion of that changes because I look at, you know, unbiasedly, like, what, what's really going on here. Just because it was so weird to see people hate on it so much. And then, like, it's weird when you see, like, media just always talking crap about it. It's like, 
why why is that you know i already don't trust media so like if you're always rubbing his name through the dirt why um so like and that goes for anything you know you know i like alex jones where there's some of the stuff he says is not true or he is crazy entertaining dude i don't care like i like to look up some of the stuff and even though his theatrics proves that he is crazy a little bit some of the stuff he says is not dishonest you know if you want to talk about sandy hook and stuff like that obviously that's like not right what he did and he admits that he was wrong but if you look at some of the other stuff that he said and you look into it you know there's actual this is like the one i looked up because you know people like to say that alex jones is crazy you know he's a piece of shit because he said that these kids didn't really die it's like yeah he did something wrong but that doesn't make everything that's like saying einstein you know all his theories about stuff is not true because he said something mean and ruined someone's life or something like that you know no not necessarily like all of his other stuff could still be true and he always says like the frogs are gay it's like a meme returning the frogs gay and if you look it up there's actually like an ivy league school i put out a study like stanford or something like that that put out a study that said that there was a chemical that was coming they would put it that was leaking into pond water and turning male frog female frogs into male frogs and then it was turning them gay because then they were mating with males and then they would only make male offspring now what is he what he's saying that they're turning the frogs gay wrong no are they actually gay no (laughs) because they were they were chicks right like yeah trans frogs but they were just the the chemical was forcing them to change their gender wow that's I didn't know that that's interesting and when you look that up and it's from a verified source that's like an Ivy League school with real studies with everything you need to see you're like okay he might be crazy that doesn't mean everything he's saying is wrong that's not I'm not saying that I'm a fan I listen to him every day but you can't discredit someone just because they're painted in a certain picture or or who they are so I'm glad you brought this up because uh, one there's a band called consider the source I think y'all should check it out so consider the source um, but so you know like saying how this you know the source and like uh, Alex Jones Alex Jones also talked about like the uh, was it the Epstein stuff mm-hmm. like the child sex ring and all that stuff uh, or pedophile ring or whatever um, so with like the Me Too movement and all that stuff too you know one of the first people to bring that to light was like Courtney Love I think and no one like no one paid her mind for some reason mm-hmm. right because she set out at like some was it MTV or VH1 or something and she was like you need to watch out for Weinstein or something like that Harvey like something like that but people just brushed her off and then same thing with Barbara Walters on what's his face the the oh man he's he's gone off the deep end it's uh the guy he's got like a dubstep thing now or bad angel band i don't know but she basically said you're gonna ruin him if you keep spreading this word about like the whole pedophile thing Mm -hmm. too so like alex jones might say something so like on that entertainment side like he might say something, but given the source that he is, like people aren't gonna take that seriously, right? Or like they might not. Like his fans will. They'll be like, "Oh my god, dude, Alex Jones on something like that," but like they're not gonna be like, "Oh, okay," you know. Like this is definitely like truth, truth for fact. Same thing with. Um, I wish I can remember that guy's name, but, uh, uh, like. Same thing with Courtney Love coming in and saying, like, you got to watch out for Weinstein or whatever she said. Like, everybody was just like, man, okay. And then, like... No, uh, fast forward like, today. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> a year or two, however long ago that was, like, oh, dang. And then now he's, like, in jail or whatever. Yeah. So, and that's 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 pretty crazy, like, like 
sourcing stuff and going, uh, making sure like statements and all that are correct. Like that's just, I think that's just something that needs to be done as well. So, yeah, man. Um, other than that, have you watched any good movies? No, not really. I don't really because I watch my daughter most of the day. Most of the day, don't really get a lot of time to watch stuff like that. Yeah, I, it's like spurts. So I mean, I try to watch a couple like these two movies the other day. I got like halfway through each of them, and they didn't really get my attention that much. Mm-hmm. So I, I did watch Tiger King, which was pretty oh. good in my opinion. Oh my god, dude! They. They murdered Carol Vaskins on that show. Like, I think she's guilty. Oh, come on. Joking dude. me? Come on, dude. Nah. You think she's innocent? I think I think they painted her in a bad light. I'm gonna. I, I don't think, think they painted anybody in a good light. Oh no, everybody's painted. Like, I didn't think that was reality, bro. My friend, they went to that place. Like, like my wife was like, "Hey, did y'all go? To, didn't y'all go to this place?" And they're like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Oh my god." This is real. Yeah. Like, I was like, holy... Like, this is... Like... To me, that is amazing how... Like, that's real life. Like, people are that extreme. So, uh, yeah. But, um... Jesus. That's a good one to watch, though. It's entertaining. I don't think anybody was... The thing is, like, this... People... You know, I think Carol did it. In my opinion. But... I don't think anybody in the documentary was painted in a good light. I think everybody looked bad. Joe looked bad. Oh, yeah. Jeff yeah. Lowe looked bad. Mm-hmm. Doc mm-hmm. Antle, who nothing happened to, looked bad because he looked like some kind of freak. I don't know, with a compound. He looked like yeah. Charles Manson, but with, or some well, shit. I think the only person that didn't look bad was the guy who made the reality TV show. Yes, like, he seems like he got ripped off. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, That's funny. But what else have I seen? Uh, I don't. I've been watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've watched. I've watched. Uh, I think like the first season of that. Have you seen Goodfellas? Oh yeah. We watched that the other night because oh, yeah. Cassidy hadn't seen it. What? That's a good one. Yeah. But besides that, I haven't really seen any movies. Oh wait. I saw Knives Out. I can't remember. I don't even remember what the last good movie I really saw. So we watched Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. It's on Amazon, I heard. Is it? I need to watch it. Okay. Is it good? Yeah. I liked it. My wife was like, what what did we just watch? And I was like, dude, it's just like... I thought it was a great movie. Apparently, it's... Like it's full of like uh, homoerotic euphemisms or whatever, and I was like, "What?" Like watching, like after watching it, I read the Wikipedia thing, and I was like, "Hmm, that makes sense." And there's like a scene in there that it all makes like there makes some sense, but like I thought it was a good story to tell. I thought it was a different movie. I love the fact that it's a black and white. Like I thought that was uh, pretty good. Um, I thought like. Uh, the the lighting in there like the like the whole uh, photography aspect of it was just amazing you know um, but I I like the story um, and I think it's uh, along the lines uh, not quite as like a mind trip as Midsummer uh, but it's like pretty like wait what you know when the they thing, start talking the thing that trips me out about Midsummer the most is that that's I imagine that some somehow it's real oh dude there's gotta be some like maybe those ayahuasca cults too or something like that there's I imagine that the, and that's what I always think about movies is like movies come from truth somehow mm-hmm. like somehow mm-hmm. even Hereditary his first movie Ari, Ari's first movie yeah I imagine that there's some truth to that movie too like there's probably some weird cult where they worship some demon or some shit Oh yeah, and like I imagine, and that's what always trips me out because like you like to think that Hollywood is not real, but like in reality, I think reality stranger than fiction, really. Oh heck yeah, dude! There's some there's some crazy stuff out there, but 
Yeah, if you get a chance to watch The Lighthouse, let me know how you like it. I'll I watch it, for sure. I, th- I thought it was really uh, interesting. I love, the, like I said, the photography, the cinematography in it. Um, I enjoyed the story. Uh, sometimes you, I had to rewind to like understand what they like fully said. But, uh, yeah. So, see if you can find the homoerotic euf- euphemisms, you know. So, yeah. All right. Well, it was good to have you. Thanks for coming on my podcast. Thank you. Thanks for letting me ramble with you. Yeah. Um, it's a work in progress. I hope to get better at this. I know that the sound sometimes is an issue, but we're working on that. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming on. You have anything to plug or say? Or uh, words? No, not uh, not really. I just. Uh look forward to getting back to like actually working I guess I'll plug that like hey let's work I, I um, agree with you there <laughs> um, some sort of like this new normal isn't so cool but uh, I actually I will say that I enjoy spending time with my family right now I think that's probably like the coolest thing yeah uh, me and my wife have got to spend a lot of good time together so I'm surprised we're not at each other's throats so I guess that's a good thing right Yep. Um, but yeah man I hope that uh, this goes on you get some more people and then hopefully I can come back on we can talk about some more whatever of course anytime Excellent. thank you thank you till next time <laughs>